What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Blue Shoes Fitness Radio Podcast. This is going to be a quick little bite-sized podcast episode for you. So um, I'm aiming for 10 minutes here, and I know that I say that these are going to be short all the time, but I have my quick little list of tips to help you get through uh, this crazy season that we're all in. And if you haven't seen it already, the episode is called Happy, Healthy, and Quarantined. And that is the situation that most of us are finding ourselves in right now, where we are largely uh, inside, uh, whether that's you know working out, living, eating, cooking, whatever. Uh, we're spending most of our time in our houses, um, and uh, and this is uh, a quick little uh, series of tips, uh, fitness-wise, nutrition-wise, and just a few random tips to follow us up of how to get the most out of this time um, when you might feel like a lot of things are out of your control. Um, this is going to help you take advantage of some of the things that are actually within your control and to make your workouts, nutrition, and overall health and lifestyle uh, more enjoyable and work harder for you. So we're going to get right into it here. We have three tips on each section here, and we're going to start with fitness. So, uh, first fitness tip. This is going to uh, be talking about uh, how to make your workouts more challenging because a lot of people are finding themselves, uh, and maybe this is you too, without uh, much workout equipment at all. Um, Or uh, maybe you have no equipment and you're trying to figure out how to make your workouts as challenging as possible. And so this first tip is to uh, look at your workouts and to switch to unilateral exercises. Uh, Just meaning that if you are normally doing bilateral exercises where you're using both sides of your body equally at the same same time. Um, Switching to a unilateral version is going to make it that much more challenging because you are using fewer muscle groups or, uh, you know, smaller amount of muscle mass for a similar or even the same amount of load. Um, And so, for example, of that might be a bodyweight squat, where if you could just do a million and one bodyweight squats, um, eventually that's either going to get boring, you're going to run out of time, or um, it's just not going to achieve the goal that you're looking for. And so instead of just doing a bunch of bodyweight squats where you're you're splitting your full body weight between two legs, that's when you can switch to a unilateral version of something like a lunge. And with all the different lunge variations, whether you're doing a split squat or a side lunge or side lean or walking lunge or reverse lunge or forward lunge or whatever. Um, Switching to something like that or adding it to your normal squats instead of just doing a million of those can be a great way to uh, continue to make your workouts as challenging as possible to help you meet your goals even in this time so that you don't have to put your goals entirely, uh, you know, aside. Uh, So uh, that works well for upper body, uh, works well for lower body, that works well for anybody. Okay, uh, fitness tip number two is to change your rep speed. And this is actually kind of a neat tip because you can do it either uh, on either end of the spectrum. You can slow down your reps and make it more challenging, or you can speed up your reps and make it more challenging. Um, On the slowing down route, if you slow your rep speed down to where, let's say, with something like, we'll just stick with squats, where if you would normally go one second down, no pause, and then one second up, no pause, and just go back and forth between the two, um, that if you slow down your reps by taking two or three seconds to go down, and then you sit at the bottom for two or three seconds, and then you take your time going up for a few seconds, pause at the top, and then repeat that process for the length of your set, um, that's going to add time, which is going to continually build up that muscular mechanical tension in your muscles and it's going to make it much more challenging than just doing regular, you know, 
old-fashioned uh, squats that way. Uh, the other way is to speed up your rep. So with something like a squat, if you are able to speed up your rep of uh, going down, you know, say one second down, and then you explode your way up, and whether you actually jump or if you're just going up as fast as you can, um, and then repeating that process, that is going to give you um, a, a better pump, if you will, and it's going to bring your heart rate up a little bit faster, and it's going to make everything else uh, following that that set uh, even more challenging than it would normally be. So that's a great way to um, uh, to increase the intensity of your workouts is to change the tempo by either slowing it down or speeding it up from what you're normally used to. Uh, tip number three is to uh, try new workout styles. Um, and this one is a uh, uh, what a lot of us are kind of forced into where, uh, for example, if you are into powerlifting where you're used to doing sets of one or two or three or five um, with as heavy of a weight as possible and you don't have as heavy of a weight as possible or uh, a heavy enough weight in order to uh, justify those low reps, uh, you will inevitably have to change your workout style. But um, you can take this as far as you want. I'm just going to list off a couple here of different styles. And if any of these uh, words either specifically, uh, you know, ring a bell for you or maybe uh, they remind you of something that you've always been wanting to try or that you've read about or heard about um, but you've never actually given it a good fair try um, this might be a, a good place to start so even just to, to list off a couple options here of animal flow dancing plyometrics yoga cycling, circuit training. Um, all of those are going to be uh, uh, very doable options for most of us here with either with very little equipment or uh, no equipment at all. And um, a lot of those are going to be more coordination based and to help you build uh, some functional strength, if you will, uh, rather than just lifting as heavy of a weight as possible above your head or on your back or something like that. Um, so uh, switching up your workout styles, and that might mean switching up your current goals right now too. Um, and, and you might find you know something that you really enjoy and that might be a really fun uh, way to kind of discover something new. All right, moving into nutrition. Here we go. Um, new, three nutrition tips to get the most out of your nutrition during this quarantine here. Um, this is a great time to practice tracking calories and counting macros. And I don't want to be the, uh, the oblivious... Uh, coach that just says, oh, now you have all the time in the world. And, and this is, you know, if you cited time as being an excuse for not taking care of your nutrition, now you have all the time. Uh, because I know that that might technically be true for a lot of us of, of technically having more time. Uh, but there are a lot of big changes going around and a lot of other stressors in play, um, especially for us parents who have kids at home and are trying to figure out how to take care of them. And if you have older kids who are in school and you're trying to um, uh, you know, help them with their schoolwork, their online schooling, and you know, doing your full-time job, uh, it would be, it would be ignorant of me to just say, oh yeah, just, you know, fill up all your extra time with, you know, fitness and nutrition stuff. But, um, if you do have, uh, you know, this might even be a little bit of a, a reprieve from your normal stressful, uh, situation that you might find yourself in is, um, to take a little bit of time and to, um, to get some practice reps in, if you think about it that way of, uh, tracking your calories or counting macros and how to do those is beyond the scope of this little, uh, bites podcast episode here, but um, it can be as simple as uh, downloading an app like MyFitnessPal, and uh, you'll see a food log on there, a food diary, and you click on breakfast or whatever meal you're doing, and then you can click on the barcode, and you scan whatever food product that you're about 
to eat and that's it and you input your whole day's worth there and you can set up some goals and targets and you can kind of start adjusting things from there um, but that, this might be a really great time to do that and especially if you're in a situation where maybe you do have extra time and you don't have um uh it's not an entirely filled up packed you know, jam-packed schedule um this might be a great time to practice that um, also on the practicing side of things, uh, practicing mindful eating. Uh, one of the big temptations that a lot of my clients specifically have been falling into um, and have uh, been recognizing as a very real thing is the idea of uh, snacking uh, simply out of boredom and, and just because you're sitting around the house or maybe it's because it's more available because you're not at work or away from your pantry or fridge or anything like that. Um, and so practicing mindful eating uh, can be a great uh, activity to, to work on during this time too. Um, and again, how to do all of that, the specifics on that, we've talked a lot about that before in uh, some of my uh, Instagram and blog posts. Um, but uh, two uh, big ways that you can kind of practice that without having to take any extra time uh, to be able to uh, do all this is the first way is just to eat your meals without distractions or, or with uh, you know eliminating some of your big distractions that you might normally have. And the big one on that, of course, is going to be uh, screen time. And a lot of us uh, get, are in the habit of eating while watching something or reading something on a screen, on our phone, on the TV, computer, whatever it is. Maybe you're busy working while you're eating. Um, if you can uh, eliminate those distractions either entirely or reduce them, whether it's uh, uh, taking you know five minutes of your lunch to you know away from screens, or if it's a matter of uh, of you know not being in front of a screen at all, um, all of those kinds of things can really add up to uh, just uh, creating a more mindful experience around your eating, and that might help you uh, be more satisfied in the meals that you're eating. Or it might even lead to realizing that some of the foods uh, that you might be eating aren't really that enjoyable and you're kind of just eating them just because they're there in your house. Um, and, and it might lead to some aha moments that way. And so that can be a really great way to, um, to work on that. And the other way is just to simply slow down. And there are a lot of different techniques that you can do. Uh, you know, the whole, you know, putting your fork down in between everybody or eating with the opposite hand or eating with chopsticks or whatever. There's a lot of kind of novelty stuff that way. But uh, the uh, the big idea is just to slow down a little bit. Um, and, and I personally find that putting my fork down in between bites is a great way of doing that too, rather than just shoveling, you know, a whole meal prepped container <laughs> into my face. Uh, so, uh, so slowing down can really help you kind of connect with your food and your food choices and your nutritional choices as well. Alrighty. And number three, uh, this might be also a great time if you do have extra time now that grocery stores are a little bit more stocked than they were a couple weeks ago, um, is to search uh, places like Pinterest and YouTube for cooking ideas and help and tutorials. Um, this might be an awesome time to be able to try out some new recipes or uh, to uh, look at new cooking techniques or to get better at certain cooking techniques. Um, I know that we've been firing up our smoker a lot more than normal and that's been a lot of fun of getting to experiment with uh, different cuts of meat and uh, different uh, techniques as far as uh, adjusting the temperature, you know, as we go throughout smoking and seeing how that uh, affects the, the end food product. Um, it's a lot of fun. We do a lot of smoked chicken thighs. Um, we did skirt steak the other week, and that was a lot of fun. It was my first time doing that on the smoker. So it's been a lot of fun uh, on our end being able to do that, and I know that you can probably get a lot of out of that too. Um, this might also be a great time to dust off an old cooking book. Um, an old cooking book. That's not what they're called, cookbooks. Uh, <laughs> uh, this might be a great time to dust off an old 
cookbook if you have uh, a specific one that you used to love cooking out of or if maybe you're like me and you have a whole bunch of cookbooks that you haven't even opened um, ever or in a long time that might be a great time to kind of look through that and to um, try out some new things especially if you're eating more meals at home all right that's the nutrition side of things how are we doing on time here let's see what's the verdict and survey says Oh, we're over our 10 minutes, but that's okay. We're keeping this under 15. Here we go. Three random tips for you. Check this out. Oh, there was a bonus tip on my nutrition list that I just saw. Um, Produce is cheaper and more available than ever. So go to town on your vegetables, on your fruits, all that kind of stuff. This is a great time to do that. Okay, let's get into a couple of random tips. We've got three of them for you. The first one, um, and this is something that I've been doing, is to find a reading plan on the Bible app. And if you don't already have the Bible app, if you type in Bible on the App Store or whatever App Store that you're on, um, it'll probably be the first one that's on there. It's it's got um, a lot of downloads on it, but uh, they have some great reading plans on there. I'm currently three weeks into a four-week plan on the book of Acts. And that was really neat reading that over the course of Easter, and it, which is what kind of got me thinking about that initially of, you know, what happened to all of the disciples and to the early church after Easter, like the original Easter happened, um, after the resurrection happened, uh, what uh, what happened next? And, and that's the exact period that we're in right now. And we're, you know, just like they were under unusual circumstances. And so it's been really neat kind of reading that over the last couple of weeks. Um, you're welcome to shoot me a message if you want to join the exact plan. But there are thousands of plans on the Bible app to be able to check out that'll lead you through. And, uh, and this might be a great time to get in that habit as well. Uh, number two, uh, look for non-time-consuming ways to relax. Um, and, and I guess I'll amend this by saying either non-time-consuming or low-time-consuming uh, ways to relax. Um, and one of the best ways to do this is to kind of uh, maybe double up on some of the activities that you're already doing and turning them into relaxing situations. Uh, for example, if you are already taking a shower on a daily basis, which I would hope that you'd be doing, but that's not for me to decide or to judge. Um, But if you're taking a shower on a regular basis, and for many of us, those showers tend to be long, hot showers, um, why don't you turn that into a long, hot bath? Um, if you haven't taken a bath, this is your friendly reminder that baths are the bomb and, and they are so much fun. They're so relaxing and it may end up taking a few minutes extra. You may want to take a few minutes extra just to relax and to hang out, um, and to let yourself soak for a minute. But, um, if that's something that you're already doing of bathing yourself on a regular basis, why not turn that into a a time period of being, uh, uh, of just relaxing and kind of, uh, calming down for a few minutes too. So something like that can be a great way to do that. Um, another example, if you are, uh, you know, working from home now and you're doing lots of phone calls, whether it's meetings or talking to clients or, uh, scheduling or whatever it is, um, going on a walk while you're, uh, on a phone call can be a great way to double up on, uh, you know, relaxing via a walk and getting moving a little bit, getting your muscles moving, your joints moving, feeling, depending on where you're at, the sunshine, um, or the cool weather, um, and, and that doesn't have to take up any extra time in your day because, uh, you are, uh, you know, doubling up on activities that you'd already be doing. Uh, so that can be a great way to do that. Um, as far as low time commitment ways to relax, um, I've been seeing a lot of people online doing puzzles at home and puzzles, um, are a lot of fun, of course, but the nice thing about puzzles is that there's no, um, 
there's no time constraint. You can, you can do a few minutes of it here and there and then come back to it. You can spread it out over the course of days or weeks or you know, whatever it is, set it off on a table in the corner. And, uh, and that can be a great way to, uh, to not have to commit to you know, 10 or 15 or 30 minutes of, uh, of an activity of you know, a special, uh, you know, a, a, doing a board game or something like that. Something like a puzzle can be a great way to kind of spread that out. All right, last thing on our list here, and this is actually about making a list. Um, make a list of habits or activities that you want to carry into post-quarantine life. Um, so whether these are habits and activities that you've already started or things that you've seen other people do um, or things that you would like to do and that you'd like to implement maybe even today that you'd like to start doing, um, make a list of all the things that you have really either enjoyed from your own quarantine experience, uh, um, and a specific example that I've been seeing a lot of people doing is uh, just getting out, uh, getting outside, and a lot of that is walking and just enjoying time with uh, uh, themselves or in nature or outside or uh, with uh, their family or just getting out on a walk or a bike ride. Um, uh, lots of reading going on. A lot of people, including myself, have been reading more than normal. Um, cooking at home, if that's not something that you do either on a typical basis or maybe ever, um, uh, this might be a great uh, kind of start to uh, your post-quarantine life and and continuing some of those habits that you've created. And now that you've built a little bit of momentum with habits that you've already started or activities that you've already engaged in, or like I said, if, if there are some things that now this is ringing some bells of things that you'd like to start doing, um, start now. Don't wait till all this quarantine stuff is over and and life goes, you know, quote, back to normal, I guess. Um, this might be a great time to, uh, to get those kinds of things going. Um, so like I said, walking is a big one, reading, uh, cooking at home, uh, maybe doing home workouts. Maybe you found a groove with your home workouts, whether you have equipment or not, and you've been really enjoying working in working out in your garage or your living room, or um, you know maybe you've switched up your workout times and all that kind of stuff. Maybe you found a new groove that way, and uh, and and I would encourage you to make a list of those habits so that they don't just fade away as we go back to uh, you know post quarantine lifestyle stuff. There, so that might be a great way to uh, cap off this episode and a great way to cap off the quarantine as a whole. Um, so uh, that's what I got for you. Three tips on fitness, nutrition, and a couple random and bonus tips as well. So that's what I got for you for today. We, uh, I'm going to stop uh, telling people, I'm going to stop telling you all that I'm going to be making it in a uh, certain time uh, crunch here because uh, we're cruising here. But that's what I got for you. This was a quick episode for you, and I hope that you enjoyed um, these tips here. And if there are any specific areas that you would like help with um, in your own fitness, nutrition, or just lifestyle management as a whole and making those habits and goals come to life, um, reach out to me any way that you know how, via email, via Instagram. Um, I don't know if you can message me directly from these podcasts or not, but you know where to find me. You know how to search me. And, uh, and, and I'm excited to hear back from all of you of what you thought of the episode and what you want to hear more of in the future. So as always, uh, we're keeping this short. We're keeping this sponsor free. And I hope that you are having an awesome week and weekend ahead. And we'll talk to you soon.